Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We have with us just a uh, four members of our party, although a fifth said they should be here soon. So we'll wait for them, but we need to get started. So with that, we have our rogue. Hello, this is Elise playing Leonara, the Furbog rogue. Our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Karak, the Erico druid. Our bard. Hi, this is Lauren playing Bala the Asmar Bard. And our Barbarian. Hey guys, this is Koo playing Pokwe, the Yakfolk Barbarian. So when we last left off, the party had just sort of heard a very somber but, you know, appropriate speech from Chet. But uh, with the battle over, it is, it's time to recuperate. So you can see scattered all around the courtyard of Felwyn Palace's grounds, warriors are that are wounded are being helped by those that aren't, or at least not heavily wounded. The crossbowmen all across the battlements are, you know, going to the other side of the gate battlements to check and see if there are any those still alive on the sundered uh, palace walls that was attacked by the dragon. Uh... You can see no source of the sisters anywhere nearby. The vampire uh, father has sort of resided himself back to his sort of shadow shade that uh, is being held by a couple of servants for him. And he seems to be enjoying some alone time as he grieves for the loss of his son. Anyone want to do anything or have anything specific they want to do? I know that, but hopefully you're still unconscious, I think, or are you up? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think we ended with me unconscious. So. Okay. Yeah, but I think I used my healing touch on you. That's... Yeah, so restoring the positive hit points makes he make sure he doesn't have to take death saves anymore. Like, he's stabilized yeah. and not dying. But going to one hit point does not wake you up from the brink of death. Okay. So, like, any of you could go and stir him and wake him, but you'd have to, like, you know, dedicatedly yeah. do that. Um, I don't have any particular points in medicine, but I'm not going to just, like, stand there. I'm definitely going to, like... um rush to Pokwe's aid. I've already cast, um, I think, like, healing hands on him, or healing touch, and um, I'll do a medicine check. Okay. That's what you would do, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I got a 10. Okay. So, you can tell he's living, and, and whatever you did before with your healing was enough to, to keep him from death's door, but you can tell he's still heavily wounded, uh, and you could, you could easily wake him if you wanted to, but he wouldn't be worth much except maybe, you know, curling up in a bed somewhere for a day or so.
Um, so I can tell he's all right, though. Yeah, like you can see his wounds have abated. You know, his blood's not gushing out of him anymore. Um, you know, any acid burns that he might have aren't, you know, still caustically, you know, tearing at him. Okay. Um, in that case, I will tell uh, the group, um, I think he'll be okay. Um, is anyone else, you know, grievously injured? Hey, Nalos just joined us. Yeah. So, uh, your bard Vala has just made sure that Pokwi isn't dying, but has also just asked, is anyone else down? Is anyone else hurt? Ow. I'm okay, actually. I think... Okay, um, I don't, I can't actually heal anybody again, but I do have, um, several, uh, healing spells, so. Um, I can give one to Leonara, if you don't have one. Yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah, I'm giving you a, um, healing spell. I mean, we're I mean, uh, uh, done patient. combat, right? Yeah, you're not in combat anymore. Like, so we could just short rest. You can spend hit dice and such. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So Chet has retired to the palace um, to catch you up, Nullis. There's no sight of the sisters anywhere. The father has sort of resigned himself to the shade bestowed by his servants and seems to be sort of wallowing in his grief. A lot of the soldiers have moved, you know, to take care of themselves and the wounded. Um, I want to go talk to the dad and just apologize. All right, so you approach him, and then you feel something pull—you you stop. You feel something pulling at your back as if someone had, like, grabbed, a, like, a, like, a scruff— of your armor or your cloak or whatever you wear to stop you in your tracks. But you look and you see there's like something's pulling at your shadow that's stopping you from walking forward. And you hear the dad just say, leave me be for now. Okay. I'll nod respectfully and leave him be. Um, so I think before we left off last week, I was told that my sister Belthin was teleported somehow to the dungeons under yeah. the castle. Correct. Uh, so I don't really know where that is, but I know it's under, so I assume that I will just rush and make my way down whatever stairs that go down I can until I hopefully find the right place. Okay. Does anyone follow Nalos as he sort of rushes rushes away from the fight? Definitely at the end. Also, is yeah. Chesapeake still a chicken? No. Okay. <laughs> then hold on, my plan has to change slightly. 
I need to tell her to go back to the uh, the stables. I'll find her again shortly, and I'll make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I assume she can send herself that way. Right. She knows where uh, she is. And then I'll then I'll start off down the stairs. Gotcha. I thought she was still a chicken, like under my arm. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I don't really want to leave Pahokwe, like, just passed out on the floor. Right. Um, so, uh, while Nala's, you know, rushes off, does anybody want to help me carry Pahokwe, um, like, to the infirmary or something? I'm rushing off with Nala's. Yeah, I mean, I'm not there to do anything, but did we at least set Karak free from the vines that wrapped him up? Yeah, the the vines that were, t- like, <laughs> you know, constricting him to the earth sort of dissipated when the dragon died. Okay. I was worried that we're all, like, rushing off to do stuff, and, and Karak's, Karak's just, like, just still, like, cocooned in the middle like, of the courtyard. I'm like, well, guess this is me now. He's figured out a way for his beak to reach his mother. <laughs> He was like, this is fine. The important things. All right, so, Karak, you said you'd help Fala get Bahokwi. Yeah, I'm going to look around for a Bahokwi-sized stretcher. All right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What you find is several of the, the medics that have, you know, rushed out, and they offer their services to take Bahokwi to his chamber. They're going to need one for each of my biceps. (laughs) so a a squad of four medics have offered to take Pahokwi to your guys' private quarters excellent by that time Nalos you have broken into the palace uh, at a breakneck speed Uh Uh, Leonara in in your wake and you were, I mean, how do you just like blindly run through the palace or? Probably like I heard it was below everything else. So whenever I see stairs that go down, I'll probably take them. Um, Hopefully it's the right place eventually. I will use my one today lasting for an hour disguise self to make myself look like. I'm just gonna make myself look like the same guard that I made myself look like yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> so, Nalas, you go down a couple flights of stairs in a couple hallways, and uh, then you notice that there's a guard behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll turn and ask, and I was like, I need to get to the, the dungeons now. I was, I was told that's where my sister is, and I need to go check on her. I've been teleported before. I know it's not pleasant. Well, why, of course. I will I'll, I'll escort you. Come right this way. And then I'm going to kind of try to not obviously look around to see if like anybody is uh, following me, following him. And then I don't know where else to go, so I'm just going to keep going the direction that he was going in. And then try at some point to, like, 
Blind, the, the word Chesapeake in so that he knows that um, I'm me. Chesapeake's not with you all. I know, I know. But, so I imagine like Chesapeake or Bay, Old Bay isn't a, really a thing, right? So I can't do that. <laughs> no, the Maryland spice concoction of Old Bay is not in Yalzar. Sounds like an excellent next invention though oh yes yeah, so we can go to detroit i don't know if it was out there i'm i'm not particularly perceptive so like disguise self probably fools me all right <clears throat> jokes aside mm -hmm. you, after maybe a little longer than it should have taken you guys find yourself leading to the dungeon of uh, Felwyn Palace and you notice that you have not seen a single guard since you've entered the palace uh, presumably all of them were involved in the fight mm -hmm. but you do find a large sort of stereotypical key ring and several halls filled with cells um I'll go, oh, this key matches my finger, and then show my key finger to Nala so that hopefully now he Your key knows finger, that's I... a regular finger? Yeah. No, it's a key. That's a regular Not finger a disguise. in a glove that you're wearing <laughs> with your guard uniform. Boo. Um, and I guess he just, he'll think I'm a guard forever. Behold, blissful ignorance. <laughs> um, so I'll go ahead and I'll, I guess, just yell down the hallway as I go. Uh, I'm assuming the guard with me uh, grabbed the key ring. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'll like continue down this hall of cells, uh, yelling for Belthin. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to trust you, though, and, and, and say that uh, they they don't like unexpected visitors down here, so sh we shouldn't announce ourselves before we need to. You, you shouldn't try to stop me. I'm going to go find her. Uh, and I'll just leave you behind me walk down the hall yelling okay it doesn't take long um, mm -hmm. before you hear a response in Aquin um, your name mm -hmm. and you find yourself on the other side of a, of a prison cell uh, wall um, door whatever uh, from your sister she's in a cell a dungeon cell to be sure but not probably what you imagine the dungeon cells here are more of like a modern day prison cell sort of situation. Maybe not perfectly smooth walls and concrete and blah, blah, blah. But, right. you know, it's cobbled, you know, stone and such. But, you know, there is a bed. There is a, you know, more than a simple bucket to relieve yourself in. Uh, and there's, a you know, several flagons of water and food. And you can see her, you know, sort of weakly laying on the bed. Um, and you can see that there's, you know, a small patch of blood 
staining the bed. Uh, so I guess first thing I'll do is see if the door just opens. It doesn't. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get annoyed with it, and then I'm going to pour some water onto the lock and use shape water to freeze it and try to break the lock. All right. Give me a strength check. Not my best. Uh, that's 11. All right. <clears throat> you think the trick is really smart, but maybe you hit it at a bad angle. Maybe you just hit it with your fist out of frustration. But for one reason or another, you're not able to break the lock. Leonora, uh, have you tried to keep up with him? Um, I will be slightly flabbergasted that he left behind, me behind. and be My pride is hurt. And then I will go forth and catch up with him because I still don't want anything bad to happen with him. All right, so and when I see him having trouble with the lock, then I'll come in and be like, aha, I thought that you would still need me. And then I want to, um, still trying to get him to know who I am. So now I'll take my glove off. And can I, I know that I'm disguised as the guard who obviously doesn't have a key finger, right. but... I, I can't let, like, that bit of the disguise slip? I don't think so. Like, let me uh, check this guy's self. I'm fairly certain the way disguise self works is that you don an appearance when you cast it. Yeah, you can't change it midway through. I've looked recently. Yeah, okay, so... Once you don the illusion, you can't change it. But it does point out that physical differences between what you actually are and what you seem to be are indeed what you are, not what you seem to be. So if you, you know, said, look, my key finger, he would be like, you're an idiot. But if you go, look, my key finger, and then stick your finger in the hole... I'd be like, that's weird. Your finger but, that's cool. bigger than the keyhole would go in. Um, okay, so knowing that, then I won't even do that. I'll just try to pick the lock normally. All right, oh, go for it. Sweet, net 20. All right, perhaps the ice has frozen some of the mechanisms to make it particularly easy, but... With a swish and a flick, you have the lock open, and it falls to the side. Turn. Th thank you. Uh, I'll go in uh, and, I guess, reunite with my sister. Yeah, she seems healthy. I mean, she has her miscellaneous, you know, wounds. Mm -hmm. um, but nothing is threatening, life-threatening. With the exception that as uh, she goes to hug you, you feel one of her arms not fully wrap around. Were, were you hurt more on your way here? She nods and shows you that her forearm ends about a third of the way up. It's almost as if something pulled on her forearm and made her flesh and bone that consistency of putty as it sort of ends in a slight wisp 
about a third upper forearm. The skin is like twisted like the top of a steamed bun. Gross. Um. I'll just give her a hug and say I'm I'm so sorry for the the things that you probably saw just on the short trip from there to here. She nods and says not a word. Let's let's at least get you out of here. Come come upstairs. We'll we'll take you to somewhere at least more comfortable than here and we'll see if someone can contend to your wounds. She I'll walks just, with your guidance. Yeah, I'll help her up and take her probably upstairs to whatever barracks or such we normally stay in. So it's I, been a little... Sorry, go ahead. Um, slightly suspicious that she's not speaking at all. So I, I want to ask, pardon me, ma'am, but did they... Did, did we... Are you, are you hurt anywhere... Anywhere else besides your arm? She, like, sort of gestures to her, you know, cuts or whatever from travel in a cage, but shakes her head. So your tongue is okay? She gives you, like, a weird look and says, yes. I'm going to kind of let out a sigh of relief and be like, okay, that's, that's all I wanted. upstairs. I assume other people have done stuff because this probably took us a while to get to. Right. <clears throat> so they run off. You two have attended to Pahokwi and presumably also Necro, who were in similar situations. Uh, but what do you two do, Vala and Karak, during their little escapade? Um... So Pahokwi is uh, with the healers. Yeah, they've taken him and Necro back to their private rooms that you guys okay. have. Now that our, you know, team has kind of been taken care of, I, I mean, so Leonora didn't communicate to us that the guide didn't want to be bothered. So I would probably try and, you know, go up to him and say, like, I'm so sorry, you know, that this happened. You receive a similar treatment, although it's a little more aggressive. Instead sure. of just something like pulling at your shadow, um, you sort of approach. And as you begin to get within maybe 20 feet or so, um, he smashes a wine glass on the ground and points the broken stem in his hand towards you and says, I will ask you to let me grieve, please. Okay. Um, with that done, I can't think of any reason I would stay in the courtyard. Um, correct? Is there anything, you know you want to do before 
guess, continuing on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, do you want to, uh, try and find the, the dungeons or do you want to, um, I don't know. I'm going to go back to my quarters, wherever they are. And chill out. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> I guess uh, since I don't know where the dungeons are, and I assume that's where they went, but I don't know. I, I'll probably either um, join Karak or... Um, go stick with Pahokwi until he's, like, conscious. Okay. So, as you two uh, approach the area that you all have your private quarters in, um, one of the sisters steps out of a shadow and approaches. She has aquamarine eyes and speaks at you sternly, but with a sadness. You can see she's recently been crying. Uh... Her eyes are red, and there's dried streaks on her cheeks. She says, do either of you have the ability to mend? Uh, in, in what fashion? Flesh, uh, to heal. Yes. Good. Yes, to and some extent. grabs you by your chest and pulls you into the shadows with her. Mm -hmm. Do you try and reach out to Vala? Uh... Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna put my hand out there towards her. And yeah, I'm gonna, her. I'm gonna follow. All right. So you two get pulled into the shadows, and are surrounded in darkness. But you can feel you're being pulled, and you feel your feet running across ground. But ten, twenty seconds later, you are pulled out of the the complete darkness. Um, do either of you have the ability to perceive, or do you want to try and perceive through the darkness? Uh, no, I, I don't think I, I can. I'd have to cast a spell to do that. Okay. But I'll, um, I'll leave it I have dark vision. But that just pierces normal darkness. This is magical darkness. Um, I mean, I don't... Uh, so she pulled us in and we're swapped in, like, magical darkness? Yeah, so you she stepped out of the shadows, naturally mm -hmm. occurring from the building, and pulled you guys into that darkness. But after you entered it, you realized you could feel, you feel like a shift from, like, oh, we're not just hiding on the side of a building anymore. We're in complete, utter darkness. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna. I don't really see a reason to fuck up her spell. Okay. So, Unless we're stuck there for like more than a minute or two. No, like I said, it's 10, okay. 20 seconds tops. Yeah, uh, no. So you guys get pulled out and are, you know, you leave another part of the palace and you can see there is a bloody table which has two of the sisters on 
and the fourth sister uh, with <clears throat> teal eyes is frantically staunching a grievous dragon claw wound. Uh. Uh. <laughs> get to work. Um. Should I just start casting spells or do medical checks? Well, what do you see two tieflings on a table, a fourth <laughs> one, you know, holding on for dear life. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to go over and cast Cure Wounds on whatever is closest to me. One of the ones on the table? Those, yeah. They're closer. Uh, so they're, the ones on the table, they're just like on the table not moving. Yeah, they're, and, they're pretty wounded, but they're, they're not actively awake and wounded like the fourth one is. Alright, well then I'll I'll go to the fourth one then. Okay. And do, do some, some high-powered cure wounds here. Alright, roll it out. Um, I don't really have any more healing spells. Um, and, but is there any way I can assist, I guess? Um, you could probably perform a, med a medicine check to help her staunch yeah. her own wound. Yeah, I'll perform um, a medicine check. Okay. Ooh, nat 20. Yay. All right, so you step over and while Karak, you know, sort of rubs his hands together to get the cure, you know, wounds going, you sort of slap her, you know, blood-greased palms away from her own wound and pull off, you know, her sundered leather armor and fashion, you know, a crude stitch to close the huge wound a little bit. It's still open, but you're able to hold pressure that all of the inside is touching itself again. Cool. All and right. And roll it out. What you got? Yeah. Uh, my first go around here is 19. Okay. Yeah, so you're able to, you know, you sort of see the wound close after it was sort of, you know, forced temporarily shut by Vala's, you know, trained hands. But as the magic sort of seals the wound, you can feel the girl's adrenaline fade. And she just sort of smiles, and you can see her sort of deep teal eyes sort of relax, and she passes out. Uh, stabilized? Quite. Okay. Uh, let me go over to table number one and, and assess the situation. Alright, medicine uh, check. Yep. I... So, what's my... 21. She's dead. Oh. Well... <laughs> Uh, 
roll number two. Okay. The 22. She's dead. Oh, no. Um... The aquamarine-eyed sister steps over and places a hand on her on your shoulder, and you can see that she's har- having a really hard time holding back more tears. So she sort of blurts out a thank you, and she hands you a... She sort of takes off her belt, um, on of which <clears throat> is a dagger in its sheath. And she sort of wraps it up with a belt and puts it, puts it in your hands. And she, like, pats it. And as she walks over to sit with her only sister, she just nods and says, throw it in the ground if you ever need anything. I'm not alone. And you two are to thank for that. I will do anything to repay. But not today. Um, uh, Of course. And uh, I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh, Your sisters fought valiantly. She sort of was consoling her bloodied but living sister. Um, and just nods and says, many people lost family today. Well, we should go. Yeah. All right. So the only door out of this room leads you all to, uh, a few side halls in what's clearly the palace. Uh, and it's about this time that you all bump into Nalos, who has sort of blundered his way back the way he came and is in the main hall with uh, his sister um, and a, a castle guard. Is she okay? I'm going to ask Nalos if his sister's okay. Does she look uh, okay? Uh, sort of, mostly. Um, she's alive, at least, which is more than could have been. That's a victory for today. Um, she has some other cuts and scrapes and such, but I wanted to at least get her out of the, the cells downstairs. And, and this guard helped me, you know, get the door open at least, so. Vala, uh, do you want to make a perception check on the guard? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm gonna, uh, shake the guard's hand and thank them for their help. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. I got a 15. What's your spell save, DC? Leonara. Um, I don't know. I've never had to do that before. It'd probably um, be 8 plus your proficiency plus your casting stat, which in this case would yeah. be intelligence. 
not charisma? Mm-mm. No. Oh, why, why would it not be charisma? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to know. Why would it not be charisma? Because this is a arcane spell, and it's from a racial ability, not from your class. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So, it's probably not enough, is my yeah. point. Nine. It, it would be 8 plus your proficiency plus... Just automatically 11. Yeah. So, what's your int mod? Uh, nothing. Okay, so 11 it is. Okay. So yeah, under no real sort of scruples, Vala, you're able to tell pretty quickly that this guard is not what they seem to be. Uh, but I can't tell who they are. No, you just... You can tell that there's an illusion to make this person look like a guard. Uh, did they shake my hand? Yes. Yeah. All right, I'm going to grab, I'm still going to hold your hand, and I'm going to be immediately suspicious and be like, who are you? Like, still holding onto your hand in a semi-threatening way. I mean, we were both, I mean, we were just, like, attacked. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, but I wanted to keep this up till we got where we were going. Um, also, how long has it been since Nalos and I? I don't know. Have 20 seven... minutes. Okay. How long do you get? Like an hour? I get an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just say then, don't worry. I'm on your side. And I'm going to like grip her hand harder and see if I can like, because I assume we were shaking with our right hands. And it yeah. was my my right key finger or my right finger that got uh, removed. So I'll try to like press my key finger into her hands. And I really want to use this my key finger as my way of showing who I am. Right. So, but this is going to manifest as Vala. Like this handshake is awkward enough as it is. You're maintaining the aggression here, but you can yeah. feel one of the fingers feels sharp. Hmm. I mean, like sharp, like could sharp, hurt me. Sharp like a knife. Yeah. It has a point. Uh... I'm going to let go of the mystery sharp hand and um, like alert the group and be like, I think they have a weapon. Who are you? I'll drop my disguise and I'm say, sorry. it's not a weapon. I was trying to help us get where we were going without anybody looking at us. We, but, but we live here-ish. What are they going to do? Stop me? I don't know. I was paranoid. That's... Why? <laughs> oh, Leonara, up to your tricks again. It's not like any of us have like taken anything that we're not supposed to. We're allowed to just go where we want here, as far as I know. Uh-huh. Yep. Let's, let's say you're right about that. All right, come on. Let's let's go back to to our quarters and we can check on Pahokui and Necro and just 
not hopefully deal with more problems today. So as you all sort of turn away from meeting up with each other towards the exit, mm -hmm. um, you hear a sort of <clears throat> behind you all. Chet is lazily leaning into one arm on his throne and he steps up or stands up, I should say. Damn, we blundered into the throne room? Yeah. This is why I shouldn't lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. Then you guys yeah. got up. <laughs> oh, I missed that part. Just been like Scooby-Doo traveling. Right. In one door, out the other. Chet stands up and says, A moment, if I may. Sure. Of course, we're glad to see that you're well. Well is putting it nicely, but then again, that is your craft. And he sort of continues to, to walk towards the party as he talks. Uh, can I make an insight check? I, I, I don't like this. Yeah, go ahead. 23. Chet seems remorseful. Uh, almost ashamed. Does that impact how you act? No. Alright. So, as he walks towards the party, he continues. I let my guard down today, and I put a lot of people's lives at risk. I had a feeling that today was going to end the way it did, and yet the preparations I put in place were not enough. The plans I had conducted and conjured were insufficient shields to the people I care about and the people I've sworn to protect, including you all. I have failed you today, and for that I apologize. I will make amends and I will make better, but... Today is a day of grief and a day of remorse and a day of, well, regeneration. Nalas, I will see to it that your sister has everything she requires and may stay on the palace grounds as if she was you, with any and all needs attended to. Thank you. When she is ready and healthy enough to leave... I make sure that she'll have whatever she requires to go wherever she may go as long as within the domain of my kingdom. Maybe even beyond it should I be able. It is most appreciated, sir. You all slayed a dragon on my palace grounds today. A king would normally bestow great gifts of gold and otherwise for such a task, and I will do so. But I ask that you all take the day that I'm sure you need to put yourselves back together and meet me back in the palace, not tomorrow, but the day after. I must... I must repair my kingdom and its people. And by this point, he's within ten feet or less from the party. He sort of 
gestures a hand towards Ben uh Nalus's sister and her minor wounds are healed and uh her sort of downtrodden appearance is remedied. She looks to be now adorned in common common clothes, but you know, not tattered and torn. Good. <clears throat> Thank you again. Uh take the time that you need as well, I'm sure. Uh, and we will see you as you requested. He nods and looks over the entire party uh, and tries to see if anyone's particularly hurt. Yeah. He sees that and just sort of shrugs and says, that's fair. And retires to his throne. Oh, oh, oh. Savage. <laughs> All right. So, back to our quarters? Yep. You all retire for the day. Um, unless there's any special things, I'll just say you guys long rest. Um, I want to return both of the mantles that I borrowed. Okay. Solid choice. So I like... drool in my sleep as a free action. Okay. So I guess, you know, middle of the night when everyone else is sleeping, I'll sneak back Uh-oh. to that room and put it back. All right. Well, you guys long rest, hit dice and hit points returned. Uh, the morning comes with a caca caca, and you can hear more than that. In fact, it's this cacophony that wakes you. Hammers and men at work outside in the palace grounds. Hmm. I'm nosy. I'm going to go see what they're working on. They're fixing the palace walls. Um, is there a spare hammer around? I'll pick it up and, and help them. Okay. What does everyone else do with their day? Uh, am I awake? Yeah. Okay, am I like in the infirmary and everything? No, you, wake you, you wake up in your room. Uh, bandaged and you know bones reset you can see that there is uh, a medic in your room when you wake up in the morning okay Um, when I wake up I'll uh, like knock on the side of the bed to get his attention Uh, he stands up and walks over and goes oh you Seem to be well. Uh, how are we feeling? Uh, how am I feeling? <laughs> uh, you're, you're at full hit points, you know, so. Okay. You feel like you got thrown into a blender without the blade on, but, you know, you're in one piece and in tip-top shape. Then uh, I'll answer him with, sore, but alive. Good. It exhausted a few of my, well, 
my brethren in arms, I should say, to put you back in one piece. But here you are. Well, if you're good, then I will excuse myself. I was to stay until you, well, revived yourself. I'll uh, thank him and slide him a little gold coin out of my pocket. He smiles, takes it, and says, thank you? I'll wink and get up and leave. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to try and find Nalos. I assume you find him in his room? Yeah, probably. I'll knock. Yeah, I'll answer the door. Pahoku, you're okay. I was yeah. a, little, a little worried. You didn't look so okay yesterday, but... A good night's sleep, that's all you need. Yeah, I'm in better shape than your trident. That's... true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. You weren't there when we spoke to Chet yesterday, um, but he said something about not today, but tomorrow he'd have some stuff for us as a thank you, so who knows? Okay. I assume we've probably earned something. Hey, maybe you'll get a new trident, bud. Maybe. How's your sister? Uh, okay. She, I mean, we've, we've been through teleporting. It's not good. It's not the surest okay I've ever heard. Uh, well, she's, she kind of lost most of an arm in the process somehow, but she'll she'll be okay. Well, we're definitely not going to find a new one of those at the marketplace. No. But I'm I'm sure we'll we'll figure something out. These things happen. It's not as messy at least as when like somebody loses a fight with a shark, but that's really specific. I mean it happens. Do your people not lose fights with sharks? We don't have sharks. Oh, that must be nice. We have frostworms. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, so I figure I'd I'd just take today to keep an eye on her and I'll probably go check on Chesapeake. I'm sure it was weird being a chicken for a little while yesterday. She was so small. I could just like carry her around. It's like when she was little. Well, she was smaller than when she was little, but First off, that's adorable. Second off, if you want to go looking for a new weapon, you just let me know. Alright. Well, thanks, buddy. Maybe maybe tomorrow. Uh, then I'd like to go back to my room, and I want to write a little note for Chet. For who? For Chet. Sure. Um, so that's is... what I'll spend my time doing. Okay. What about everyone else? Vala, Karak... Um, I mean, I don't really have anything I need to do, but, like, rest up. Um, 
I guess be really glad that I'm not dead mm -hmm. and work on the song about how I defeated this dragon and uh like you know eat lots of food drink lots of ale be be generally happy that i'm alive gotcha tale of the dragon slain single-handedly by your one crossbow bolt <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice uh I'm gonna, like gilderoy lockhart this shit up <laughs> right Perfect. Um, if there are any um, like memorial services, um, I will go and um, like perform at them or something. You know. Sure. sure. Um, yeah. I guess I'll do that before all the drinking and eating cake. Gotcha. <laughs> that's that's smart. All right, Crack, got anything for the day? Dreamcraft. I checked the weather. All right. <laughs> it tells you what the weather is tomorrow? Uh, for the next 24 hours. Um, so. It's... It's going to be really foggy tomorrow morning, but it should be really nice today. Cool. I, I like that Karak is just like somebody's dad watching the Weather <laughs> Channel and drinking a lot of beer <laughs> sitting around. Um, yeah, no, I'll... Uh... I'll, I'll go over to wherever the infirmary is and see if I can help out. Sure. So the day goes by. Uh, Karak, you're successful in that. You're certainly uh, well-received there and feel like you probably saved uh, a couple of people's lives, if not definitely expediated a lot of people's recovery. Um, Nalos, you spend the day with your sister. She seems to be, you know, she's more verbal, you know, she's not so shaken as she was yesterday. Um, and she confesses to you that, you know, she's planning after maybe a week to go home, directly home, uh, that this place sucks. And <laughs> she wants to go back to where things make sense. That's, yeah, that's, that's not a bad plan. Leonora, you uh, blister your hands with a day's work. Um, you feel good for it, and people definitely recognize and thank you for helping out. But uh, you're not a you're not a con you're not a constructor by 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 job, and you have no idea how to mason correctly. So they give you kind of simple tasks. Uh, you feel like you're doing the repairing a giant palace wall version of. Shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> so, like, you're helping move, like, stone around. And you're helping with simple stuff. But when it comes to, like, mortaring things in, in place and, you know, making sure lines are straight, uh, professionals do that. That's fine. 
Um, I also want to talk up my my business to those people too. No. Be like, oh, actually, you're you're out of order. Uh, wait, no, the, the, no. Actually, what? no one cares. They're repairing the broken walls of their palace that were sundered by a dragon. Many of these workers lost family members in the in the fighting force that perished or are recovering. Not a single person wants to hear your elevator pitch for your Kickstarter that only worked because some weird foreign investor took notice. Fine. Um, Vala, you do actually find opportunities to ply your craft to improve the spirits of people. Um, you know, you find yourself in a few like town intersections where people seem to be particularly low, uh, and you brighten their spirits. You 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 cheer them up with your beautiful song, uh, and your your you know, sort of uh, otherworldly glow just sort of inspires hope in a lot of those that pass you by. Uh, and you can feel your impact on the town. I do what I can. <laughs> um, Pahuk, what, what did you say you wouldn't do? I wanted to write a note that's okay. in my own tongue to chat, like, about my condolences and on the hard choices that he had to make and stuff. It changed my mind about him and the uh, second thoughts that I might have had in the past. Okay. So you work really All that hard good on stuff. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and probably eat a few dozen eggs and work out. Uh, yeah. We'll do leg day. Gotcha. Vala, so amongst all of the good Samaritan work you do, um, you hear a lot of people in town talk about um, the great bard Theon, Theon Greysong, and you recognize that name. Theon Greysong is one of the most talented bards and well-recognized in all of Yal. And apparently, he is performing in town. Oh, um... I would not miss an opportunity to, um, you know, listen to another bard of renown. Um, so I would, um, I guess, figure out where he's playing and then maybe even invite some of my, uh, my party along, you know, if their spirits need to be lifted. Well, you, you, you find out the information that's important, which is that he'll be performing at, you know, XYZ Tavern um, in five days. Oh, in five days. Okay. So he's not even in town yet. Cool. But you've heard that this is supposed to be a call out by uh, Theon um, that there are no talented bards in Felwind, so he will inspire the uncultured of Felwind with his song to show that he, you know, that, that he's the best there ever was here. And 
you know, that there's no talent here. No one could challenge him. Oh, so this is set to be a battle of the bands, literally. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Well, then, um, I'm going to spend the next five days, um, training, I guess. All right. Like working on my songs and my performance, all that. Right. I didn't think you meant you were going to go lift weights. <laughs> Good. There's nothing wrong with that. I've got a battle of the bands coming up. What do I do? You just like eat eggs. <laughs> you a like battle, you weights. say. You gotta get your macros in order. You're gonna win this battle because I am here. God damn it! <laughs> and you won't lose. Only villains do that. That's right. Um. <clears throat> so. The day passes. You guys have another restful night's sleep. You find the next morning and you feel pristine. It's the occasional muscle like, oh, that's still a little bit. But you guys feel immaculate. Nice. A good day and a half of rest does a lot of good. Even for those who stood down and stared down a dragon. so nice to have a day that's not like full of terror and hard work speak for yourself some of us put in a nice day's hard work writing is hard <laughs> alright well Chad didn't really say when to go see him so I guess now is good, right? Do we need to do anything before we see Chet? Have we had to do anything before? Nope. Alright, so... <laughs> unless there's any opposition, you all go to see Chet. Yeah. Yep. Well, the, the working on the wall is still going. Um, the few dozen people who were working on the wall yesterday are... Excuse me, yawn. Back at it again today. They've made progress, but it will take probably about a week or so to, to get the wall back in pristine order. Hmm. But you all reach the palace and throne room uh, afterwards, and you see that Chet is there, uh, and he approaches you all. He's not on his throne. He's sort of pacing about. And he goes, ah, yes. Uh, wonderful. I'm glad you all are here. <clears throat> I have prepared compensation and special pay for you all going above the line of duty and what you've done for this kingdom and me. You all defended what we have built when I was not able. And that will resonate within me for quite a time. So... With that, and he sort of, like, clacks his bony palms together, uh, a series of servants come out, and almost all of them are holding uh, a sort of large table and set it down. And the table is covered in a huge uh, swathing cloth. Mm. And he says, firstly, a proper simple reward. 
and he sort of removes the cloth, and there is a series of ten coin purses, each holding a hundred gold. Neat. Sweet. Ten coin purses. I'll take two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take. Uh, I'll take one. I'll take one. How many are left? Uh, six. I'll grab. Two. I'll take two. All right, oh. and Necro gets two. Yeah. All right. So someone let Necro know he just made two hundred bucks. Woo. And says, now with that out of the way, something more personal for each of you. Leonara, he sort of has one of his uh, butlers step forward and he, they open uh, a case before you. And inside of it is the um, mantle of spider climb. Oh, wow. Where have I seen that before? <laughs> when you stole it from me. Borrowed it from you, sir. Leonora, you're not supposed to steal things. That's like... I borrowed it. I put it back. Do not ruin this moment that I am forgiving you for your transgression and taking the liberty of my vault. You took this. I assume you would like it. Have it. Thank you. You're the best. Get him a number one boss mug. Right? (laughs) So Chet sort of like... Right. And sort of extends to Nalos. Um, Nalos and another servant comes forward and hands you a writ. And he says, this writ will be worth at the blacksmith of the palace grounds uh, to requisition whatever materials he may require to fashion for you a replacement weapon of your desire. Wow. All the places we could go gather things. Sorry, sorry. Thank you, sir. It's, it is most appreciated. I'll he nods. Take the uh, he produces a another series of servants, basically one for everybody. Um, for Kurak, you are given a sort of tight leather vest that is um, plus two leather armor. Uh, that as you wear it, if you take flight, it should um, extend to protect you wherever you might be vulnerable, in, even even in your wings. And sort of, if you Uh-oh. like stretch your wings out, you can sort of see a shimmer of magic cloak you. It's nifty. For Vala, I have this, and with and he sort of personally approaches Vala, and he hands her a simple a simple gold coin, and he says, "You may know what this is, and it will earn you what it does to the headmaster of one of the most prestigious bard colleges of Yao. I'm sure you can find a use for it." Wait, I'm sorry. It it does what for the headmaster at one of the most prestigious bard colleges? Um, 
make a uh, I don't know history check. Sure. Ooh, I got a six. Okay. It's a large coin, almost the size of a half dollar. And he reiterates, uh, it's called a favor coin. These rare tokens are not currency, although they seem to be. And to the layman, they might use them as such. But they never enter layman's hands. This coin, should you produce it to the person who the insignia bears which you can recognize from your studies. Uh, If you produce it to them, they will fulfill most likely any task you could conjure on your behalf. So spreading your story, maybe putting one of your works into the common compendiums for all bards. Your desire is your favor, and these coins earn your favor. Use it wisely. Um, thank you. This is a gift beyond price. He shakes his head with a nod. And he says, I know. To... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nalos and Bahokwe are the only ones he hasn't gifted to yet, right? No, he gave me... Um, right. So, just written. Bahokwe. Just um, me. <laughs> uh, I assume you give him the letter? Yeah, I would hand it to him whenever... Um, my Whatever he's gonna give to me is brought up. Sort of like an exchange. Gotcha. So, he receives it and reads it, and then... Uh, you can see the the servant that was about to approach you is holding something in a large box, a large, like, long, flat box. He sort of looks it over and goes, no, 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 no. And he steps forward to you and pulls off one of his own rings. And he hands it to you. I take it and look it over curiously. But um, after having like seen him do that, like the physical uh, actions, I would give him like a little respectful like fist to the chest. Um, as you sort of manipulate the ring in your fingers, you see it grow to the size of one of your fingers. And he says, should you wear that ring, you will never be found unless you want to be. And if you are to be... F- sought after by someone worthy of you, they will find you. Thank you for this gift. Wear it well. And uh, you see Necro receive something as well, but you're not sure. The nature of it is lost on you all, unless you attempt to discern it. That's Necro's thing. Can be. If he wants to tell us about it, he can. Alright. 
And with that, Chet says, I've left a small additional token of my gratitude in your rooms while you've been away from them today. I thank you again for what you've done for me and my kingdom today and the days beyond today and before it. Be well. I look forward to you all helping me with what we have planned in about two and a half months. With that, he dismisses you all. Right. Well, I'm going back to my room to see what my surprise is. <laughs> all right. Okay. Sorry, Koo, the way you said that, I just it's Chuck like, Christmas. Uh, a giddy pahokwi, like, right. jumping up and down. Uh, what lies in rest for each of you is a sort of customized Easter basket-esque uh, sort of delights. Like, for Kurak, it's mostly liquid uh, refreshments. Um, <laughs> for pahokwi, probably more uh, hard substance. Um, but... For each of you, it's, you know, some very nice food, some very nice wine or ale. Um, I mean, hell, Nalus, you get a barrel of McGurk's Lurks. I, I forgot don't know what about it. Is. <laughs> uh, McGurk's Lurks to you is hilarious that you would have no recognition for it, uh-huh. uh, but it's a widely recognized top shelf ale. Oh. It's the best. <laughs> Neat. But uh, so each of you sort of have this like, you know, fantastic bouquet of uh, goods at your at, in your rooms when you return to them. I immediately eat the item in mine. You immediately eat the what? Most decadent item. Okay. So whether that's like a chocolate bar or fig, whatever. Let's go with chocolated fig. Yes. So, what now? Uh, I want to go climb on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly got a sugar rush from that chocolate fig. Right. Like, gotta go climb things. Um, I want to test out my ring. Okay. So, as you all sort of attune to the things you received, you learn about it. Um, so, for you, Pahokwi, there's an amulet called, like, the Amulet of Non-Detection or something like that, where you can't be scried, you can't be spied on by div- divination magic of any kind, uh, your presence can't be magically detected, in any fashion. Oh. But in addition to that, you sort of emanate a sort of spectral scent, for lack of a better term. So should people that you would consider quality individuals be searching for, for you, they will always be able to find you. Like okay. your friends, for example. My goodness, that's so helpful. You've got a GPS tracker. Yeah, I'm the biggest rogue. <laughs> Fight me, Nara. Um, 
so yeah, I think I mentioned the effects of the the Spider Mantle before. You can wall climb at your normal speed with just walking up a wall. You can cast web once per long rest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and everyone else got like non magical items directly. So, except for the plus two leather armor. All right. Well, that and Necro's gift. But he's not there, so I kind of wanted to get into that, but that's fine. <laughs> you so, can tell us if it makes you feel better. I, well, I can, but it doesn't matter. I'll just tell him on the Facebook group or something. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Vala, do you share the concert with your friends? Oh, for sure. Um, I'm going to tell them about this guy and be like, he's really famous, um, but seems to uh, have declared that there are no other um, worthy bards in... It, did he say the continent or... or in Felwind. In Felwind, okay. He was coming to perform to Felwind to show them what talent looks like. Um, I think it's he who will get a uh, an introduction to talent. And I'm going to invite them to my uh, Battle of the Bands. And uh, tell them I'm going to be, you know, training for the next couple days. So do you all help? You you guys want to come? Yep. I mean, you I need assistance. I've got a great regiment. <laughs> I'm sure you do, um, but I think our training is a little bit different. Can run through my scales while you do push-ups. <laughs> oh, I bet I can do push-ups faster than you can run through your scales. We shall see. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. So the the group, in one fashion or another, uh, trains for the concert for, I guess, three days. So yeah. it's the day of the concert. You all know the location. You know it's an evening show. Uh, what What's the plan? Are you all going to, like, um. be backup dancers? Really, more of a solo well, performer. First off, I'm not going to taint her immaculate performance with my dance. Uh, is there a T-shirt vendor? <laughs> yeah, you can run my merch table. I want to be a pipe man in the crowd and, like, you know, call out "woos" when appropriate. And she'll she'll be a woo girl. Out. Yep, I'm gonna be a woo girl, and like yeah. talk to me on stage. I'm gonna um give you um. Let's see. Any spells that can make your performance cooler. Uh, um, okay. I'm gonna I'm... give you twenty gold to talk about how great I am and 
uh, buy people drinks. Oh, perfect. Crack, what was that? <laughs> I have this dumb spell from uh, Xanathar's Guide. <laughs> it's called Skyrite. So I can just write things in the sky. <laughs> yes, write your name clouds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll totally uh, fly around and skywrite that Vala rocks <laughs> in, in, in the air. Alright. And, um... Oh, no! Oh, no? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Go. I mean, like, I, I could give you, like, a fog cloud when you, when you step out on stage, so it's all misty and stuff, or I could, I could get a wall of water up behind you while you perform, so any of the lights and stuff are distorted, but I'm not I'm not really good at any of the the kind of stuff you'd normally do. Nalos, on an out-of-character basis, I need to ask, do you have that fog thing plus colors? I do not have colors. Spread. Son of a bitch, never mind. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the plan is set. The party arrives. Leonard gets there a little bit early to start setting up hype. Leonard, give me a charisma uh, uh, deception, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Oh, sweet. I put seven points in this. Uh, 14 plus seven... 21. All right. Yeah, you seem to be really seated the crowd. They're they're like, oh, man, yeah, like I've heard about Vala's work. She's apparently really good. I can't wait to see her perform for the first time. You know, like people are getting pretty stoked to see her perform. Um, and you get a fair amount of people liquored up with 20 gold. Um, All right. Like you just slap 20 gold in the table and be like, drinks on me until this runs out. And people are like, woo. Uh, <clears throat> it's a in a pretty big bar in town as well. So there's lots of space for people to be there, lots of space to perform. There's two stages facing each other. It's perfect. And uh, as uh, Vala, as you go into the back of the tavern and look up to see the skywriting that Karak had done, it looks awesome. It says... Theon plus Vala, you know, whatever the message was. There's a second message that you can see in a different, like, pattern of writing that sort of tacks Theon's name above yours. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, bud. Who did that? Just imagine, like, he sees Karak doing it and is like, sends one of his buddies to go, like, yeah, wait till he's done and then go up and just put my name above hers. Anyway, um, 
So the show's about to start. Everyone's in their places. People are excited. And the show begins. Vala, you enter onto the stage. The people go wild. There's a fog that you sort of step out of and your sort of radiance like pierces through it. Um, yeah. And, and Theon is on... Uh, Theon, sorry, is on the other stage. And he's, you know, prepared to play and people are oohing and eyeing over him too. And it begins... And performance check. All right. And um, I'm gonna go all out. Um, I'm going to uh, use my enthralling performance um, ability. Fire wonder for my audience. Okay. So I'm going to, can I have two of my racial abilities at once? Maybe? Probably not. Um, what are they? I was going to use um, the radiant soul to make my, my uh, wings and eyes like glow and then do enthralling performance. Sure. Why not? Cool. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So my performance check is no, no, Giles. Um, seventeen plus seven. That's three. Twenty-four. Oof. All right. And so... um, since I'm using enthralling performance, um, a charisma modifier is four, so three people, I guess. Um, at the end of your performance, choose a number of humanoids within 60 feet of you who watch and listen for all of it. Um, number up to you, okay. Each target must succeed a wisdom saving throw against your spell save DC or be charmed by you. While charmed in this way, the target idolizes you and it speaks glowingly of you to anyone who speaks to it. Yeah, no, you, you nail all three of those people. Cool. And they start going particularly buck wild. I mean, a lot of people are going crazy in ad admiration to your performance, but those three catch on in addition to Leonara, and then more people catch on to them, and it sort of builds up. <clears throat> but and that's at, as your performance subsides, you can see like the the crowds are cheering your name. Where is everyone? In mm -hmm. the crowd, man. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to herd some people who are like having a conversation in the back toward more towards the, the front and getting them to stretch and listen. Correct. Uh at the bar. Okay. Yeah, oh, and in my mind, so this is the song I had planned to sing for this Battle of the Bands. Um, I'm going to treat it like a, a hometown advantage, and I just helped save the city. So I'm going to sing the song newly crafted about um, the, I'm just totally going to pander, and um, sing about the, the 
heroics of the town people and how great they are and how I totally uh, defeated this dragon. Okay. You've destroyed it through preparation, through friends, and through sure willpower. Your opening performance blows the crowd away. They're all about you. And then Theon goes for his first performance. And he, like, halfway through, they're turning back to you for your second performance. Fuck yeah. Make your second performance check. Okay. Mm. Not as good. I got a 12. So it's not as bombastic as all the opening like theatrics you had prepared, but it's still a good performance. But something wicked happens and you see a couple of the people who are actively cheering for you sort of begin to like, like sort of, uh, like shake for a second, like they have a chill up their spine, and then no matter where they are in the crowd, they turn around to start cheering Theon on as he starts his second performance in the middle of yours. And you can see more and more people converting to him. Make an Arcana check. Uh, why didn't I put points in arcana uh 10 you have no idea what's going on but you can almost see the tendrils of magic begin to like lash out from theon and turn people around to cheer for him instead of you in fact you see he's changed his his instrument as well he is no longer using his loot but has switched to like a sitar type de uh, device and you can see sort of strands of visual magic music fly into the room and sort of wrap around people like silk and turning them towards him. Okay. Everyone in the party, except for Vala make charisma saves. Okay. Probably. Just let me know when you want them. Yeah, is everyone ready? Mm-hmm. Karak, go ahead. Uh, 18. Leonara? 16. Dallas? 19. Pokwi? 20. 20? Yeah, that's 19 with a plus one. Yeah. You all feel yourselves being converted, and you hear evil whispers in your mind, and you hear, she's the enemy. She's a bad person. We should kill her. And you're like, what? That's a terrible idea. But then you see you're surrounded by dozens of people who are all turning from admiration to aggression. And several of them begin to draw hand weapons. And that's where I'll say you roll initiative, except we only have 10 minutes left in tonight's session. So that's where we're going to end it tonight. Oh, shit. I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We had our majority of our party, such as our fighter. Hey everyone, this has been Nick Asnalos. Thanks for listening. Our bard. Hey, this is Vala. 
Uh, tune in next time for when I kick this guy's ass. Uh, our druid? Hey, this is Clay's crack. Drinking up the bar. <laughs> I imagine you're the, the least disturbed. Like, everyone's like, oh no, we're surrounded by homicidal peasants and people of the city. Vala's up, up on the, the stage, like, I'm s- s- confronted with a wave of fans that are gonna try and kill me, and you're just like, at the bar, like, what's happening? <laughs> Our rogue. Hey guys, this is Elise. See you next time. And our barbarian. Hey guys, this is Pokey. Tune in next time to see me start a mosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Good night.